Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Alarmy! We have a fun episode today talking Roanoke theories with Melissa Stetton of Webcrawler's podcast. But before we dive in, a few quick announcements. We're doing another live show. The last one was so much fun. You can watch us discuss live from the comfort of your own home and give us your opinions through a live chat. We're doing a special Halloween show, so mark your calendars. It's going to be Friday, October 23rd, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tickets are pay what you want. We will be discussing who's to blame for the notorious serial killer, Ed Gein. Also, we have merch. And it's really, really cool. T-shirts embroidered with an alarmy patch, tote bags, a very chic official alarmy hat, and an alarmy tin camping mug. Super cute. Go to erios.net slash shop. Now, on to today's episode. An Erios original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Aftermath. With us today, we have a very special guest expert, <laughs> Melissa Stetton, co-host of The Web Crawlers. Yes, I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sense the pause after? <laughs> An expert. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> also An internet with, expert. Also with us today is producer Amanda Lund. 
I'm an expert too. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So we're going to be talking today about the lost colony of Roanoke. Um, and, and you can actually check out an episode that the web crawlers also did on this lost colony. Um, and I'm so excited to have Melissa here because in, on our episode, we kind of focused on what happened before the mystery. And oh, so okay. now we get to talk about what ha- possibly happened after, after Ooh. Mr. John White arrived and no one was there to greet him. Right. So maybe we can start off by having you talk about some of the more common theories. So one theory is that the people who were there all moved to a different settlement they, because the Croatoan that was carved into the stick or the tree or whatever, that was a tribe. So perhaps right. the tribe came over and like the settlers there were like, we're running out of supplies. John left. We don't know when he's coming back. And so we're like desperate. And so they're like, yeah, sure, come on. And they just integrated in the tribe. And then they lived happily ever after. Like it was just a peaceful integration. That feels like such a a Disney version. I know. (laughs) That's the nicest. That's the most like optimistic version of what happened to Roanoke, I think. You know what? You know what? They're fine. They're fine. (laughs) We touched Another, on that a little bit in in the episode. Oh, you did. So yeah. we did. We did acknowledge that because that is what was carved into the tree. So we did acknowledge right. that as a possibility. It also seems believable, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. And there was that article that came out like what a couple of weeks ago that was like Roanoke was not really a mystery at all. It was the Croatoans. It's just that all these historians were disagreeing for so many years on what happened. They didn't really come to like a conclusion until someone's like, no, this is what we think happened. What, the top so, I mean, dog historian was like, I'm calling Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Another theory is that the Croatoans came, like took over and like mm. killed them. Mm. And like, well, they did you know, have beef. They did have beef. Even they, they had beef. You know, they had been friendly, but they didn't end they were. on gra- the greatest of terms. They did not. <laughs> they did not. Because the English settlers came over and they were just like being bitches and like, That's right. we're going to steal all your stuff and kill people and just That's being right. very entitled. So it and would seem there was the big like murder that sense. happened. <laughs> In the end. Yeah. The big murder, the big M. <laughs> that's what happens. So, okay. So that's also a possibility. You know, perhaps yes. they were, you know, raided them back, you know, got revenge on the, on yes. the colonists. Poss- one might say yeah. well-deserved revenge. Who knows, you know? Yeah. Who knows? And then another theory that it's it's crazy is that the settlement is underwater (laughs) is that it just kind of disappeared and everyone like moved inland because it just like was underwater from like centuries of erosion wow because there's one scientist who says that 750 meters like a half mile of land had been lost in the past 400 years due to hurricanes and stuff but uh, some scientists disagree. Right. But that would have been like a slower occurrence, right? They would have been able yeah. to run 
It wasn't like a, a oh yeah, they would have they moved like fifty miles inland. So they would have. That's had like to another move. theory. Oh, yeah, I see. because I see. when yeah. when John White finally returns, no one was there. So it's possible uh, yes. that doesn't quite add up to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's it's a little out there theory. But okay. like, I mean, can can erosion happen that fast after only four hundred years? Uh, look, I mean, who I, was I'm even not, alive 400 years ago? I don't I, know. Who no knows? <laughs> <laughs> but like um, all of the um, no houses were like destroyed. That, That's the thing. That it feels like a key element. So like, I don't know. Maybe they took everything, like all their supplies. They like took down the houses and like moved all their supplies inward, inland. <sighs> It's a confusing one because they also left their <laughs> weapons, right? Right. That feels like a key, I don't know, key to survival if you have. Yeah. At that point. And now how yeah. did you find this one scientist or is this something? <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure I found it on Reddit. Because okay. <laughs> I have not read about that one. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lesser known. And then have you read about them doing GPR? ground penetrating radar <laughs> no, no it's not no <laughs> in uh in 2006 they did ground penetrating radar to study the ground which ad- admits radio waves into the ground and measures like the echno the signals that bounces off everything and essentially it measures the depth that signals travel before hitting something and they so they could detect like a hidden object underground hmm. and they did find some sort of buried structure and like a fence that like strongly indicates that there was some sort of colonial presence. It was about two to five feet below the ground. So, but it's complicated because there were also like colonial sites in that area throughout the 1700s. So the findings were like mostly inconclusive, but like they did detect something. So at some point, someone built something there. At some point, someone built something. Okay. And it could have been the settlers. Right, right. So, yeah, you know. So they definitely were there. It's not like it didn't happen. They were for sure there. They were there. I feel like that (laughs) proves that more than what happened to them. Yes. Okay. I feel like they were definitely there. Now, what about these, like, lesser known... Because I have a list of crazy ones that I, I need your, your advice on. <laughs> so, Let's hear it. Uh, littlethings.com. They have a whole list of theories out there. Really? Yeah. And the, the first one is that they sailed back to England, which oh, I have yep. heard, right? That they yes. were like, this isn't gonna, this isn't going well for us, and so yeah. we need to get back on a boat? Question mark. Assume this is assuming that they had a boat with them, and right because John to took back. the boat back. That's that was my understanding. I don't think they, they, they would have built one. But yeah, they don't know what they, they don't know how to build build, build boats. What are they doing? <laughs> if, but like, let's say they did. So it's possible that they sailed back to England and. You know, they got lost at sea. Exactly. Because they don't know what they're doing. I have that, a question. Because when yes. I think of Roanoke, 
the legend of Roanoke. It's that John White returns and the whole village is gone. Yeah. Yes. Like there's no sign of life, no um, structures or anything. Is that what happened or were just the people gone? The- I believe all the structures were gone. Nothing was there, but nothing had been destroyed. So it wasn't like fire or anything. It was just everything was gone. Oh, that's interesting because I had read that they were all there, that the structures were there, but that oh. the, the uh, and they hadn't been taken down, which was what was oh. odd because they were built to be taken down because they were planning on moving. So See, I there's a lot of is... conflicting information on this. <laughs> I think the big part that's is that no one was there. Though. I think that's important because and maybe no there's I think there's two different versions of Roanoke. Yeah. I think there's one version where nothing is there because that's like what you think about when you think about Roanoke. Right. But then I think there's another version where just the people were gone, which is like that's less mysterious. So I don't know I I don't know which one is accurate, but when we did the first episode, we definitely in my mind at least all the structures were there. Oh, interesting. But it cha- it's a more, I don't know, because when I first learned about Roanoke or when I would think about it, I would think like, oh, it just vanished into thin air. So maybe right. we don't have our fact checker today, but let me try to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, that, that's why it's uh, so mind boggling. From my understanding, it was that they were not there, but uh, that the structures were there, but they were not there, um, oh. which... Le- the, the and the weapons were there. They the de- they definitely left the weapons oh. behind. Yes. Oh were- well, then I mean that would mean that they were probably captured. Would be a good. But then why wouldn't they take the weapons though? I know exactly. that's what's weird. Nothing what? makes sense. Nothing makes sense. It's so weird. Ex- that is that's exactly so my weird. thinking, Melissa. It's like if you're a, a, a local native tribe and you want, you know what weapons are at this point. You've seen them use it. So why yes. wouldn't you take that from them huh. so that they couldn't get back at you? I, it's so odd. And then what's even crazier, because then, then that leads me to believe that they just died, right, from sickness well yeah disease disease is another theory that they just kind of the bodies exactly there would maybe be one body melissa well unless if if a tribe like needed human bones first to build something they could have taken their bones no i unless they were buried a bear but one has to bury them of a you know oh my god you know those do you remember those crabs that eat bones that possibly ate amelia Earhart? you keep bringing these up (laughs) (laughs) i think you work for some crab company (laughs) those big crabs that eat bones are those in so you're telling me that north america also has them (laughs) i don't know and i'm not saying we don't so crabs you gotta add that to the list yeah i guess if it was like a an animal i mean i'm sure there are bears uh in that area yeah but you still would have seen i don't know some kind of body you know the other thing is john white searched around but he didn't search very well and he didn't have time he didn't go to that there's another island i think oh what was it called the lumbee tribe i think Oh, oh, that was the tribe that they believe they think that 
they kind of uh, mixed with, and some of them yeah, have, because like, the they gray had uh-huh, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know if they were on this island, but there's another island that was like I think like a mile away. But there, but John didn't know how to get there because he didn't have a compass. His boat was like half broken, and like <laughs> he could have like you know what an like, ill-prepared John. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't check that island. He didn't check that island. He didn't have time to check where the crow tones were either. Right. So he was too afraid that his boat was going to sink because there's like rocks and stuff. Right, right, right. They couldn't get close to shore. They uh, yeah. also, I think there was a storm that hit. The guy, the privateers yeah. wanted to get back. I mean, a lot of factors not really like playing into John's uh, schedule. They weren't really <laughs> right. cooperating. Right. Now, there's this theory right. that the Spanish troops um, like rode all the way up to Roanoke and then killed them because they were like, uh, obviously, this was, this was during the time of the uh, Spanish Anglo War. Right. They were like in a big right. fight. That's right. So that is I read another that too. Thing. That's another theory. Yeah. Right? If, that is another theory. It feels like a long trek from Florida and I'm from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like not one of those treks you want to do. It's like a uh, swampy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to go through swamps. You got to like, no, there's this is pre-railroad people. Yeah. Pre- you have to take horses. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's dumb. Um, I have another theory that the map was mislabeled. Oh, mm. interesting. That. And that maybe it was mislabeled on purpose as sort of like a counterintelligence tactic because they didn't want them to know where they had settled. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so who didn't want maybe the... The English. The English. Because they were maybe planning something. Well, that could make sense. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we're we're talking about like the fight of... It's during the fight of like colonialism right now. So everyone's trying to, no one wants the other country to find out where they're settling or what their plans are. Yeah. Because maybe they'll come and take over. Nothing's been decided. That's true. So that's, (laughs) that's kind of interesting. (laughs) Now this is, I found um, this man who wrote this sort of bombshell article that the, um, this entire concept of the colony being lost is total fiction. Right. Um, I, I found this. I'm oh, sorry. My computer just seems to have froze. Oh, here I'm back. Okay. Um, they say, oh, my computer is being weird. Hold on one second. They don't want you to know. <laughs> this yeah. is weird. They don't want me to know. <laughs> they don't want you to know. Amanda's um, related to the colonists. Amanda Smith. <laughs> okay, here, I found this. So this is um, coming from the New York Post. And this is uh, based, this is, okay, so this is an article in the New York Post. Um, the book, The Lost Colony and Hatteras Island, author Scott Dawson surmises the colonial settlers were assimilated into the Croatoan tribe on Hatteras Island. Later, the tribe was wiped out by smallpox. Um, the oh. enti- and then this is a quote. The entire concept of the colony being lost is total fiction, Dawson told the British news outlet. The truth of the Croatoan 
was lost in order to prop up a racist myth designed to hide assimilation. Mm. In 1937, the Lost Colony play was created and North Carolina was still 30 years away from being desegregated. Um, So we kind of touched on this in the episode, but that, that is another interesting point here. Yeah. Yeah. This article came out like it was like a week after we recorded our episode. Oh, wow. Weird. This I know, on the uh, book crawler is always on the pulse of uh, what's trending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. We're just, we're just as topical yeah. as you guys. <laughs> I think you guys Allie are way was more. Like, yeah, because Allie was like, she said, she's like, I learned this in school that, that was this was this huge mystery that was like stuck with her. She's like, I always thought like Croatoan, what does it mean? What does any of this mean? And she's like, it just means the tribe, like the tribe took them that's a fail or like they integrated it does seem so it does seem so like obvious when you think about it but melissa are there any theories that are a little bit more supernatural i know that if ally were here she'd probably throw out (laughs) bigfoot or something i mean there's always aliens there's always aliens abducted them (laughs) aliens took them just plucked them up (laughs) of course or or they cannibalism (gasps) well that i'll believe more because Jamestown, which was, I don't know, 20 years after Roanoke. Wait, there was cannibalism at Jamestown? Yes, girl, yes. Wait, what? <laughs> that's, the, that's what they're known for, pretty much. Yeah, first settlement. Wait, they, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I've, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I mean, that would be a great episode. That changes everything. Yeah. (laughs) Starving settlers in Jamestown Colony resorted to cannibalism. Oh, my God. I never heard that. That's crazy. So to me, it's like if if it happened 20 years later, it could have happened 20 years before. Oh, for sure. But that said, again, there still has to be one last person whose body you got to find. Yeah, you got to find a body. Yeah, the last person the who last ate everyone. Eater. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I Where mean, they could have been abducted by aliens. There's always Bigfoot because they're in the woods. So, so now, in terms of Bigfoot, <laughs> isn't is is Bigfoot a, a North American uh, critter, or what would you call him? A- Ye- yes. Okay. Yes, mostly Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. So, yes. but he could have had his origins on the East Coast. I you guess. know, you so never know. <laughs> what, what are Bigfoot's origins? They're, and, they're, it's in our hearts. That's where and, and Bigfoot is just one, from. right? It, it, Bigfoot doesn't have family <laughs> members. Uh, I no, Bigfoot's a species. I think it. Oh, okay. I think there's many Bigfoot feet. Oh, okay. So this is news to me. I I always thought Bigfoot was was. Oh no! I think there's multiple big feet. Oh, (laughs) I think there's big feet. This is why we have the experts on because. (laughs) Oh no! There's multiple. I mean, yeah. So heights. (laughs) uh, So I mean that I, I guess that does throw a wrench in it. Possibly a Bigfoot, but. Bigfoot, what's his deal? Does he like to eat people or? You know, Bigfoot is misunderstood. Bigfoot mm. is a very nice 
misunderstood creature. He's just minding his own business, his own business, and people think he's this like terrible, awful creature. What what has he ever done to anyone? But so no but, one's ever talked about Bigfoot killing. They see Bigfoot walking around the woods. That's all he does. So this theory, Bigfoot joins the colonists and they yes. hang out and, and he they- wisps them off into the forest <laughs> and they like live happily ever after <laughs> bigfoot's like hey i come come with me i know another little fun island we can all hang out at <laughs> and that's it okay okay i guess that could have happened what about yeah. this theory where they are transformed into trees Oh, I read that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that might have been a little too crazy to even talk about on our podcast. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah, I was. I, I did listen to your episode. I was shocked you didn't, you know, <laughs> mention that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sure. I don't know. Now, what is no. that theory, Rebecca? I don't I haven't heard this one before. <laughs> Well, it says crazy stories like this might have stemmed from the word Croatoan being etched in on one of the trees in the island, leading people to believe that the tribe somehow mystically turned all of the colonists into trees. Oh, okay. so that the, that, so that's the why Croatoans was... did this. That feels like one of those racist stories. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but didn't remember John told them to carve something into a tree or a post? Yeah, to Croatoan. Where they were going, I don't think yeah, that was, was a big carved. mystery to John. I think a bit, you know, I think later on in the retelling of the of the mystery, it's become this uh, you know mystical thing of like, what does mm-hmm. Croatoan like? Ali, you know, like Ali's experience with it. But to John, he must have seen the word Croatoan and been like, oh, they must be with the Croatoans because that makes sense. Yeah, then everyone else was like, just made it a huge deal. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this huge mystery. And John's like, uh, no, guys, I think I think I, I know where they went. It's fine. <laughs> it's like when you leave a note for your mom, it's like I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm at so-and-so's playing uh, Monopoly. Yeah, you I'm know? just playing Monopoly with the, the Lumbee tribe or whatever. <laughs> well, I, every time I left a note like that, I was really like out with boys on the dock. <laughs> So that would have been a mystery. I'm out on the dock. <laughs> You're so California. <laughs> out on the dock. <laughs> so I have to say this conversation is actually making me feel good about our verdict. So Melissa, I'll just fill you in. What we Ooh. ended up sending to jail was racist poetic license. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we gave, I believe we slapped Sir Walter Raleigh. Yeah. And mm. um, what we called Bro Island, which was the first settlement. Um, that was right. Because there was a couple different ones. Yeah. yeah. Those were the bros who were like causing all sorts of trouble. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, Walter, I, for sending I mean, them over. Walter. Uh, Walter's got issues and and Walter lost a little bit of uh, interest in it. And, you know, he wasn't the greatest um, overseer, overseer from afar. Um, No, but yeah, I feel like talking to you, it it just kind of confirms a little bit that this might not have been as big of a deal as 
Yeah. As it's made out to be. Yeah. Because like the whole, the, I didn't watch the American Horror Story, but they did a season called Roanoke. But it was more about like, just a just like a mystery based on Roanoke. But oh. I don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> I know Allie watched I forgot, it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I guess is that on Fox? Where, where is that? Uh, uh, you know, American what, Horror Stories. Ryan Murphy? What, what is what on is what he? channel? Who, who is on what? Who, who cares? Uh, Hulu. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. 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 I don't know. I'm feeling good about our, our, our verdict. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, Walter and racism. <laughs> it, ha- it does have very racist undertones with like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was coming one of those- over and just a bunch of white people just being like, oh, this is our land now. And the Indians are like, um, I'm sorry. Who are you? And what are you doing here? Uh, an, a, a totally fair response. I'm sorry. Who mm-hmm. are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you so much, Melissa, for joining us today and helping us of get course. down to the bottom of who's to blame for this apparently not so lost colony of. Yeah, I know. Turns out, yeah, not a mystery. <laughs> All well. Melissa, will you tell us some of the um, episodes that you have on web crawlers right now? Like maybe something upcoming or past ones that people should check out. We just did an episode on Bellingham, Washington, about all the weird stuff that like the DC sniper went to high school in Bellingham. The Hillside Strangler was caught there. Wow. There's a, this missing girl that was her murder was just found a couple years ago. There's like a bunch of serial killers have like rolled through there. So, so you weird, ladies think it's a weird town. There's something in the And water. Maria has a friend who is from Bellingham who like knew someone who was friends with the DC sniper, so we <gasps> had him on the show too. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone should check out the web crawlers. Um it's Super fun, super informative, and you ladies do a really good job of just, I, I don't know where you get all of these theories, but bless you. Most of them come from Allie's brain. Okay. <laughs> so that's 90% okay. of it's okay. Allie's like, what? It, you know what? And we're like, oh God, <laughs> what now? <laughs> it's great. It's a great show. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, before we go, I have producer Amanda Lund here to help me help me talk about emails. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect way to phrase that. (laughs) How may I assist Um, you? Yes. So we did, we have gotten, we got a nice email before we get into the uh, nitty gritty, as they say, (laughs) let's, let's discuss a a nice email. This is from Catherine Hughes. And uh, she says, Rebecca, a while ago, I wanted to get into podcasts, but I was really struggling to find one that I was able to relax into. Mm. So my sister recommended your podcast, which I sort of wish she didn't because I feel that I won't find another podcast to top this one. Wow. What a great dilemma. Now, I have recommended to several people and they have all loved it. I feel like I'm listening to my friends chatting about disasters in the sense that there's a lovely lighthearted edge to what is being discussed and I'm learning more about these historical events without anyone sounded sounding like a know-it-all. Now, that's for sure. <laughs> we couldn't if we tried. <laughs> I have, however, decided to stop listening to this podcast while I'm at the gym because when I started laughing during a podcast and a gym instructor asked what I was listening to and my reply was a podcast about (laughs) Hiroshima Nagasaki bombings. Oh, no. (laughs) I just got the vibe that laughing was not welcomed. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Trust those instincts, Katie. Um, Now, she says... Uh, now we've, my sister and I have discussed uh, uh, what topics we'd like for you to cover, and we'd love for you to he- take a stab at the death of Princess Diana. Thank yes. you so much, Katie from Katie from Belfast, Ireland. I mean, I think Princess Di is a huge tragedy that actually a lot of these tragedies happen before our time, but Princess Di is one that I remember, you know vividly so that would be a really good one to do yeah that was so tragic you know what it was i'm around the same age as the princes the princes the princes yeah yeah so when that happened i remember feeling um i don't know it it felt like it was happening to me like you know you it was that moment in life when you're like what if my parents died oh for sure yeah (laughs) and actually my mom everyone used to tell her she looked like princess die Oh, no. So that I was mean, compliments, but 
Yeah, it was a compliment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we should have to add that to the list. So actually, we have it on our schedule. You'll be That's happy right. to know. That's coming up, uh, you know, right around the holidays. I think we have it on the schedule for the uh, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, right? Because your logic was that this is something safe for families to chat about over the Thanksgiving table. (laughs) Yes. We didn't want to have to do something too controversial. You know, no, nothing. uh, And also, it's good because it's UK, so it feels a little distant. We can, unless you're, you're from the UK and you're one of our listeners in the UK. Yes. But that's okay. Just refer back to Roanoke for, for that. You're not <laughs> celebrating Thanksgiving anyway, so. Um, now, speaking of Roanoke, we had someone write in with a correction. <laughs> okay. So this is from, uh, this is from her uh, M.K. Stett. And she left a comment randomly where she said, so uh, did you notice that you said 1985 in the Roanoke opening? Which my first reaction was like, "Um, no way. (laughs) (laughs) And Amanda encouraged me to listen. And I just, for the record, the first few times I do say 1584 and 1585. Yeah. There's some evidence I guess I do have to share. I do have to share. To lose one ship and the fleet became separated. Grenville and his men eventually made it to Roanoke Island in July 1985. But nearly (laughs) half of their supplies had been lost. So, (laughs) I mean, I missed it too in the edit. So, uh, and you know what? Like, it makes a lot of sense. It took them 100 years to get back it might as no. well have it took them no it took them like oh. four, 400 years <laughs> you're right <laughs> i um, wonder if anyone else caught that <laughs> i think it was just katie mk stett uh so far no one else has commented but i'm sure <sighs> there will be more there will be more so it's my not apologies. the first time it's not the last time but yes we do acknowledge our mistake massive massive mistakes yeah now amanda we have been on discord for a week now okay so i've been trying to figure out how to properly engage on discord and i think we're finally getting it so what are people saying well we had someone comment this was phoenix eve who said uh the obvious person to blame is betty this is regarding the um, the Betty Broderick murders now. And uh, she says that the obvious person to blame is Betty, but you kind of have to step back and see why, uh, she w- why she was driven to do such a terrible thing and what happened to her that led her to make these deci- decisions. But on the flip side, there's people who have been in similar situations and didn't kill their ex-husband. So I go back and forth on who to fully blame because it's complex. That it is. I mean, I couldn't agree with uh, Phoenix more. Uh, that's why. That's why we 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 do the process of elimination. That's why it's so important. <laughs> that's right. I mean, listen. I kind of had um, 
some mixed feelings because after we talked to Alyssa, the guest expert, who was great, and by the way, people really liked her a lot. Um, I was like, yeah, you know what? Lack of resources makes a lot of sense. And then, and I do think that is the case that Betty did have a lack of resources, but then for the time, she actually had a lot of resources. You could look at it that way too, that she was a very privileged white woman who had money, had, you know, um, friends, had a community and, so, so there's two ways to look at it. It's, it just depends on what perspective you have. That's such a good point. It really is. Because if this was someone who was uh, down on their luck and really, really had no means, then it would be a different story. But as we know, she had a, 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 a beautiful house and, and <laughs> not that a beautiful house makes it better. <laughs> But well, it, it helps. Help. It helps a little it bit. <laughs> but apparently she claimed that the house, and I think this was the case, wasn't in her name. So the house was actually in Dan's name. So Adam G.H. Ma- makes a point that is kind of touches on this and uh, Adam says the husband being a shrewd big time lawyer muddies the water in my eyes because it ensured that Betty wound up on the short end of the stick in the legal proceedings I almost see it as mutually assured destruction Mm. so that that's a good point that's a good point where if, if the house wasn't in her name and she really she felt like she was losing things. You could see how someone could spiral. Oh, yes, I could. <laughs> <laughs> we can all put ourselves in, in her shoes. Yes. It's a good thing Chris isn't here right now to talk <laughs> no. to us. No, no, no. We don't need that perspective. No. <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> and then finally, uh, someone, Standard Chess, I believe is the, their name on Discord, he, uh, he or she says, uh, you know who Betty reminds me of? Betty Draper in Mad Men. I could see that. Do we think that this was, uh, do you think Betty Draper was inspired by Betty Broderick? Wow. Now I'm looking at it like maybe Mad Men is actually just a prequel. <laughs> but I mean, no spoilers, right? Can you even spoil Mad Men at this point? I mean, I don't think there's really anything to spoil. Uh, although I, I will, I haven't actually seen all of Mad Men. So. Oh, okay. So I won't say anything. I, I mean, I kind of know. I saw the last episode of the whole series, so I've seen. Okay. I've, I, I went in and out of Mad Men somehow. Okay. So, uh, so you know, my listeners know what I'm talking about when I say the fate of Betty Draper. So it's. Impossible. I see. Okay, now I I I remember what happens to. <laughs> I love her. how we're not saying. <laughs> right. I know people are like, we know They're, what you're we talking know. about. It's an old show. It's a really old show. <laughs> I see, but it's it's not our place. So, but that's that's fun that people on the Discord are chiming in. So if if anyone else wants to join the Discord, you can uh, I'll link it in the show notes. Our invite code. Yeah, I think it's a it's a fun way to discuss. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! We have a lot of conversation that just popped up. Wow, I, I haven't read this. Um, uh, but uh, 
yeah, there's a lot of, of conversation happening about um, the uh, Betty Broderick. I'll just read it. And if it's, it's something bad, we'll, we'll delete it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I know I'm brain dead, but I don't know. I feel like murder in that magnitude is sort of, you know, wrong. Like, yeah, she suffered, but was it worth killing two people? That's hacks. But then Standard Chess replies, yeah, exactly. Though, if we want to go to the, like, lack of resources route, I'd be curious to learn more about it, like the psychology of psychotic breaks. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, people are discussing Get That's on so Discord. Fun. Get on Discord. We'll see you there. <laughs> um, so that's you know that's what we've got going on in in the in the alarmist world. I do want to give a shout out to some people, some of our listeners who have inspired some of the past episodes and upcoming episodes. Um, Jessica from Georgia was the one who recommended the Roanoke Colony. And the the Bhopal disaster, which is coming up next week, was from a, a listener in India, Jagreet. Jagreet. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So that's cool. We're listening to you guys. We, we want to know what you're interested in. And maybe we'll pick it. We welcome the feedback. And anytime you have thoughts, just, you know send us an email all the information's in the show notes you could also leave us a voicemail at 626-604-6262 that's Bats. the six so s- <laughs> i forgot no! <laughs> that's so crazy it's like well, you put you put me on the spot and i forgot <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i did that but you know what you nailed it the first time so you don't need a repeat <laughs> Wow, it's crazy how my brain works sometimes. Mine too. I barely speak English. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And stay tuned next week. We are covering the Bhopal gas tragedy. It's a bad one. It's a real bad one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.